Jack Brody, and we're living at the 45. Uh, and today I'm so excited and so happy to be with new friends of mine, uh, Daisy Salazar and John Eagleton of Sports Ed TV. And I know there's a lot of people out there really looking forward to uh, hearing from them and understanding a little bit more what Sports Ed TV is all about. I'm so happy and proud to be a contributor to the company and and have met John and Daisy, and it's really been a, a lot of fun the last few months, and uh, I've learned a ton, and uh, I, I just love watching a company like this, because I'm such a sports nut, um, really take hold and, and take off the way they are. I mean, every single day I read something exciting about Sports Ed TV and what they're doing and who they're adding, and um, so without any further ado, um, John, Daisy, please say hi to everybody because uh, it's great to have you. Yeah. Hi, Jack. Thank you for having us there. We're very excited to, to be part of your podcast and to be invited and to also have you as part of our team. That's Jack, great. Yeah, very, very excited to, to be on a podcast with you and uh, appreciate all the kind words about Sports Ed TV. But let me also congratulate you on the amazing work you're doing uh, and making such a difference. And, and you deserve a lot of credit for your uh, passion and I mean you're at it every day so I also believe uh, we're honored to have you on Sports Ed TV. Well thank you and, and, and I say living at the 45 this is your podcast too so it's our podcast really uh, together uh, and, I'm, and I'm honored to answer any questions but I certainly have a lot for you and, and uh, I know people out there want to know so I'm going to just get right into it. Uh, for starters might as well ask you know the first dumb question which is what is Sports Ed TV and how can people find it and how can people get involved? Yes, Sports Ed TV is, um, you know, a global ecosystem of athletes and uh, it provides content uh, with some of the best people in the world that in movie production. Uh, Sports Ed TV was actually based on YouTube, and, but we wanted to create a brand that we know is trusted and we can get the best people in the world, get the best information out and, and help everybody, you know, anywhere, anytime. So uh, it's, it's very exciting. Would you say it's really a coach's page, you know, for coaches, or would you say more parents as well uh, and, and players, players as well? No, I mean, it's, uh, it is for coaches because that is the content part, but it also uh, has the, you know, where we have the community where parents can communicate. Um, I mean, it's really an ecosystem for coaches, parents, players, and everybody. Uh, and we are literally in every country in the world. So, Daisy, you may want to also say something about that, you know? Yeah, so basically just a giant cover. We, we're a platform. We, we exist for many different reasons. But basically, but, but he said, we, we're platform provided instructional content from multi-sports. And our idea from the beginning was to level the playing field with a sports TV kind of our tagline, and now you can play. Um, we are bringing all the best coaches around the world uh, together, pretty much just kind of telling the, the world like who is a good uh, coach, should we prove an experience, and basically who is not, it just cannot be part of our site. 
Uh, we want to educate parents how to introduce the kid correctly to the sport, to be able to ask questions to coaches or contributors like yourself. Also, to be able to find other parents that they can relate to and ask questions based on previous experience. Um, the majority of our audience is pretty much um, the social players, uh, the, 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 the people that are getting introduced to sports. Um, and also we see a lot of the coaches too, where they can like refresh their, their technique, refresh their knowledge. So basically that's why we exist. We're trying to create a team and, and to have that platform, like don't say they can communicate. I mean, we're everywhere. You can find our tips or, or, or work everywhere. Oh yeah, I see you on Instagram. I see you all over the place, uh, YouTube. Uh, basically, you're kind of like the YouTube for sports enthusiasts. Well, well, I think we just built uh, the community side, and 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 uh, we're hoping that uh, because we sports only, there's 2.5 billion people in the world that's playing organized sports, and there hasn't really been a place for them where they can actually. Uh, get together and communicate. So I think the community, which we're launching and, and a sports community only is going to be great because that's where the parents, the coaches, the players and everybody can communicate and, and operate a little bit like Facebook because people can copy and share videos. And I think athletes globally want to talk to each other. I think parents globally want to talk to each other. I think obviously coaches tend to be international, but the more people we talk to, the better. I mean, I learn something every day, so I'm only as good as the people I talk to, you know? So it's really fair to say that you guys are more than a YouTube. You're like a combination of Facebook, YouTube, everything for the athlete, everything for the wannabe athlete. That's, that's correct. That's correct. Um, Jack, we, just like you say, we are, we are all in one place, if you want to call it that. Um, we have the ability to have the videos um, produ produ produced by us, which is the one that we produce with our coaches that we invite. And we pretend to be an encyclopedia where you can go into the sport and learn from A through C, be able to learn the sport from the very uh, basic uh, beginner to what it depends. Also, like you say, the, the YouTube part that you mentioned, we have, the, we have built what is called the Discover, we re-allow coaches and facilities and products for, for contributors like yourself to be able to, to upload your content. And like I mentioned before, if you're there, it's because we know that you are a, a coach with proven experience, if you want to call it that. So, so again, you just won't take any, you won't take any fly-by-night person who's not registered with some of the organizations. If they just want to promote on their, uh, their stuff on your site, you've got a strict policy to go through them very carefully before they can do that, or you have well, to Jack, uh, yeah, Chuck, what, uh, yeah, I think what Daisy is saying that we like to vet the people, uh, you know, and, and also the knowledge. We want to make sure that one of our goals is to be a trusted brand. You know, we've got to be trusted and people can get, um, uh, they know what they're getting. I mean, uh, I'm not criticizing YouTube. I'm just saying that you actually never know who's there and what they're saying and is it real. And, and, and so uh, we'd like to look at everybody very closely. It's got to teach something. It's got to be something the world's looking for. Gotcha. It's got to be sort of be educational. There has to be a, a benefit. And so, uh, yes, it's, uh, it is vetted. And, and a safe place where kids can go on, right? And they can operate. There's no other place. We're really one of a kind in the world. 
of all of the the four things that we offer okay mm -hmm. yeah um but you say we we get questions um probably i don't know if, if i'm gonna put a number for 10 it's about 10 10 coaches or so i'll bet we, um, where yeah where people are asking us either to share something from them or they want to be part of the team or they want to become a contributor how do they upload a video with our site and basically um to answer your question on our main library on our main site the answer is no, you either have to be invited or you have to be referred by somebody, which after that, we have to be approved by the board. We verify your, your, you know, your, your background um, and then you are able to be part of. Well, I think people, I think people are going to love that, especially tennis parents, because you know how it is. You guys, tennis parents don't know anything, right? They drop their kid off. They pray exactly. that they pray that it's a good academy or whatever it is, let clinic lesson. And they come back an hour or two later and the kid's sweating, but, you know, some of the kids don't improve at all and they don't know if they're doing the right thing. So I think people are really going to like this. You know, it's kind of like the sports, the sports station with no fake news, so to speak, if you know what I exactly. mean. Exactly. And, and the, the Discover Project in that same talk, it, it was boring because, again, the amount of content that we were gaining from our contributor, including yourself, as you can see how active you have been the last three, two months that you've been with us. Um, we were getting a lot of um, content from you guys. We were getting a lot of content from all of our contributors. So we decided to open what we call now our product Discover. Now, the difference between Discover and our main site is that yes, anybody can go and open and pay for their account there. Now we reserve the right to take down any videos from there do not need our policies. Like John said, he has to teach something. He cannot be just self-promoting. Oh, and you have to be interesting. That we, yes, that, that, we, that we understand. So that's how Discover is so different. I was wondering myself. I yes. see. So Discover is quite different. That's sort of your free-for-all page. Do what you want on that page, except for if it's just something that doesn't yourself. meet your policy. Right. right. And, and when we film on the, on the main side of movie production, we invite people. Normally a coach will come to us and, you know, we tend to want to teach for the pros, but 98% of the people are not pros, so it's for the masses. And we normally allow a coach to shoot his first two videos that he loves to teach, but also we then tell him, hey, by the way, the number three search in the world for the last two years has been ruled. So a lot of what we produce is search driven. What are the world looking for? You know, and not just what we think the world. We can look at all the data. We get the top 100 searches. Then after we produce that video, and 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 we then we can look at the FAQ and we send it out globally to match what people are looking for. You know. Yeah, that, that's right. Uh, right. Keywords: improve my forehand, bigger serve. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and some of that things can be related to the time of the year, right? Obviously, when it's uh, the French Open. You see more about the forehand when it's Wimbledon. You see more about the serve and sure. maybe the slice. So some of it is also driven by, you know, tennis is a. I think it's I believe it's watched by a billion people. So it's a market watching tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, for the serve yesterday, you know, I, I saw you have to be six foot eight, six foot nine <laughs> to hit sixty four aces. I learned that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was sitting at the University of Georgia and, and Isner was serving and went to take a look at him for the first time. You know, I played at least 20 matches on that number one court in Georgia is not my favorite friendly place, but people literally could not sit in the first row when 
Israel were serving in the stand. They had to set up one row because they were getting hit. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I I watched John uh, during the um, uh, NCAA's. I watched him lose in the finals in three sets to that to that little guy. Right. He was a great little player. I can't remember his name. Uh, I think he was in uh, from India. I think he was from India, but uh, he was about five foot eight and he took him down, even though that serve was huge. I, I saw that. Did you, do you remember that match? I do, you know, but, you know, I think in, in uh, you know, it's interesting. I was just looking. I mean, that was some great tennis. Day. I mean, he was a, a that great was, I mean, that guy was passing him right and left. It was incredible. He's improved a lot of his skills. His ground strokes are a lot better. And I think that's the surprise Murray found out yesterday, right? Is that actually Isner can rally with him now. Yeah. And, you know, yeah I mean, he, 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 he did try to force the issue quite a bit, you know, with the t- taking things on the short hop and getting to net because he's awfully tough to pass. But uh, no, it was an interesting match. I, you know, Andy was something with the drop shots. I mean, they certainly worked. It reminds me of King Kong, you know, when they tried to get him in the mountains because his legs were too big. You know, those drop shots really, uh, that made it quite a brutal match. But that's sort of Andy's forte, too. He's got great touch. And it the was just so- an annoying thing. I once played a guy and he was from Iran and I didn't think he was very good. His name was Mansur Barani. And oh, over sure, three sure. hours, he probably, you know, he's one of the most famous guys now. <laughs> he dropped me, trotted me probably. 40 times oh, and I God. actually broke three rackets because I didn't know what was going on. So I think the drop shot, when you get drop shot, it's annoying and it's not good for the confidence, you know? I, I, yeah, I, I kind of agree. But then on the other hand, when it comes to the grass, uh, you know, the serve gets annoying too. You get these huge upsets because a guy hits 70 aces. So uh, I, me personally, I'm a big French open guy. I love the dirt. I love the hard work the endurance and, you know, but uh, I think, I think grass is still really fun. And of course it's Wimbledon. So it is the original championships. You have to have some, pay some homage to that. If you know what I mean? The points are constructed a little bit different. I think it's breaking up the monotony of those 40 point rallies. Right. So I'm quite enjoying Wimbledon because I am seeing a more of a variety of the game, you know, so for that part, I do enjoy. And the grass is obviously different than the old days. Yeah, every time it happened in the city, so. Well, I remember back in the day, U.S. Open was played on on grass. I I played the first U.S. Junior Open on grass at Forest Hills. At Forest Hills, yeah. When Billy Martin was one in the world, then, yeah, that was some fast grass, you know? (laughs) Yes, that (laughs) was really fast Really, and really. I was fast. lucky enough to get one day practice on clay and then go to the grass. That was it. Yeah, I remember that. I remember it very well. We used to. It used to be so nice. You know, things were so different back in the seventies. You could walk around. You could go in the locker rooms and and talk to people. It was just so much easier and casual back there. And but I guess there was a few billion people less on the planet. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Let me ask you something about uh, again about sports ed TV. Uh, John, you're one of the founders, the original founders. Is that correct? Yeah, I uh, originally decided that, uh, you know, a long time ago, Van Demir told me, John, you're probably going to do something. And if you do it on a large scale, you better be prepared to take some criticism. Yeah. And I said, you know, Dennis, I'm actually a guy that criticizes you. But once I, I, I met you and spent time, I realized there was a lot to learn. But I probably was the first guy to sit in a room for 16 months and write and script an entire coaching system on the modern day game 
back then tech technique tennis and then we filmed 40 50 hours of movie production a complete coaching system but you know it's not easy the tennis world is not easy and you can have a niche but when you rewrite the system it got complicated but it was founded by that and then one day robert uh, called me and i said you got to come to miami and i'm sitting there with uh, a media guy sasa who's one of your partners executive digital robert was an ad guy and built branded one of the world's largest ad agencies sachis and sachis and uh, oh sure next day john you know we videos is everything but we got to create a platform and we just looked at five sports and and, and there were 250 million searches and the guy looked at me uh sasa and said John, I'm going to give you a lot of data and a lot of information. You should ask me why. And I said, why is that? You know, Serbians are funny guys. And he said, because me and you are never going to do anything bigger. I said, he says, we've never done business where there's nobody in the middle market. There were millions of people at the bottom producing stuff. There was ESPN at the top. And Robert was sitting at the meeting and said, I'm a branding guy. I've never seen any business where there's no uh, second and third tier people close to the top. There was nothing in the middle. So we're kind of the only one of its kind being multi-sport is the key. You know, there's a lot of single sport platforms, but multi-sport is really the key to our success. Yeah. That, that's a really brilliant idea. I didn't realize Robert had so much, uh, I guess he was really a partner. I mean, big time. Yes. Well, it started with a forehand, you know, I said, listen, you hit this bad Conti forehand. If I'm going to hit with you, why don't you come to the Eagleton Ferreira Academy? Let me just fix this for you in 30 minutes. Let me loosen up your hips. Let me get your little rotation of power. And suddenly in 30 minutes, he could hit the forehand. And a branding guy, and he played number one at Richmond. You may not know that. Oh, no, I and didn't know that. No, he was a player. Robert was a tennis guy. And, you know, he... Uh, so really, this might be, uh, you know, uh, the most expensive forehand ever taught in the sense that this is now a big company. <laughs> but it started with a bad forehand. And Robert and I wanted to write a book. And Robert said, nobody writes books anymore. We got to uh, shoot videos. Yeah? Well, that's so interesting. Very funny. I mean, of course, I'm just a tennis guy, you know, through and through. No, no soccer, no pickleball, none of that stuff for me. But I, I can feel you when it comes to and appreciate. I know hundreds of hours behind, you know, the camera and video and editing and all that. Uh, and it's, it really is daunting project. And, and for you to do it, how many sports do you have now? And uh, seven listed, but I think uh, if you look at uh, on the blogs and stuff, we, we, we include a lot more sports on the blogs and every, because we do get a blog every single day from an Olympic coach or a top contributor, a doctor, a PhD, uh, we get receiving that, uh, and that's a big deal for us because that affects us on Google and our position, right? So that, that uh, we're all almost like a new source in the sense that every day you can read a new blog, you know, yeah. from the best people in the world. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. best people in the world, I read and watch everything you guys put out now. I've noticed you got some soccer stars. That why don't you mention uh, the. Uh, <clears throat> The superstars that you've got on board now, because I see them all the time. I can't remember everybody, but who are some of well, the superstars you have heading up these uh, these sports? Well, I mean, uh, in every sport, to be a trusted brand and to vet the content, we wanted to have a, a content director, and that's really my job. I'm the tennis content director, but you know, on the superstar level uh, for basketball, we have Mark Strickland. 
played for the Atlanta Hawks, Miami Heat, and worked very closely with Tim Hardaway, five-time NBA yeah. All-Star. Superstar. Um, he's a superstar uh, in soccer. Our content director is Roy Waggerly. He played two World Cups for the USA. He was a Chelsea soccer player. And so we have somebody there that's very experienced in weightlifting. We have the Olympic coach, uh, Taekwondo. We have uh, literally European and world champion. That's actually our biggest social media followers. We might have about uh, wow. 700,000 followers in that. But it's in Taekwondo. Taekwondo, no, uh, no, Taekwondo, about 140. Yeah, we have combined between all of our channel over 700,000, but Taekwondo probably about 125,000 alone. So it's very and then good for us. The big one to mention that also joined our team because he just finished with Manchester United and is a big believer in us, and we're going to do content with him is Ferdinand. You know, Fernandinho. Yeah, Fernandinho. I need that Spanish. Fernandinho is, you know, uh, Played for Manchester United, superstar in Brazil. Uh, and so he's retired now, and we're going to make content. And then in tennis, you know, Martin Thomas, one of the guys that originally was part of my, I was training Martin Thomas on the handed. He'd never really hit toss, but in his life, uh, Alice Ferreira, one of my former students. Absolutely. Uh, and it was just a lot of Grand Slam winners. Initially, Jeannie Mayer, you know, was the number four in the world in singles and one or two in doubles, but he was actually, you've got a coaching system. He was actually hired to make sure that if I launch a global coaching system, that I have somebody to back me up yeah. because when you go out there in the real world, and even though I sat for 18 months in the room scripting in front of mirrors and then going on a court, um, you have to expect that there's going to be some opposition. But my main goal was always, um, I mean, Robert wrote the original script for Vandermeer for his coaching system, and I felt like there needed to be a new starting point. Tennis needed a place that there's just a new base that they can work off, and my idea was to be like an app, and they can use me and use what they want. But again, when you have a coaching system like you have, uh, you have to be on top of your game because people will challenge you, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I, knew, I knew Dennis uh, as well. I think I told you I went out there and I met with Emilio Sanchez in Barcelona. And yeah, no, the, I, I think um, from what I've seen, I like the parallels. You talk a lot about the hips. I don't know if you use the word figure eight, but you probably do. But I know you talk about the hip rotation and, and center core body as opposed to we were talking yesterday about one of the players uh, who lost yesterday. I won't mention names. And we were talking about how they were just muscling the ball because they were locking their, you, you had stated that they were getting too low and locking their legs. And then of course I stated, yeah, and they muscled the ball, but the combination of those two and not using the core is really uh, uh, what we have a lot in common, I think. Yeah, they call me the, you know, it's funny, uh, Isner's coach always sends me a message. He says, hi, lean, load and leverage, but I'm all about the base. And the base is, uh, you know, and then uh, firing the, the hips and then rotational power, right? That's right. And, That's and, right. That's and, right. And, and there is a point where you hips. can bend. Yeah. People say bend your knees, but there's a point where you can over bend your knees. I mean, you look at Federer, he doesn't look like he's low. And remember McEnroe? I mean, he never bent his knees unless he was picking up a ball, you know? So. 
No, I think that you have to be elastic. The word is you have to have, uh, you got to be wide enough so you're physical. You got to be wide enough. What can you execute in your own physicality? You know, how big a base. And then you have to be elastic and you have to do a lot of fast twitch work like Rublev. And that's where some of the Russians have, I think, uh, beat out uh, us. They just fire much quicker with their hips and rotating. They just in agreed. That agreed. He's another player I should have mentioned. I'm missing him at Wimbledon as well. <laughs> I uh, I really like watching him play quite a bit. Daisy, let me ask you over there. Um, you're the one who's been helping me quite a bit. Uh, John and I became pals, and and he brought me in, and that was really great. But since then, John, it's been all Daisy all the time. I mean, she's been helping me. Uh, you know, we talk on the phone at length and always have a pretty nice time. And, and would you tell us a little bit about your role? Because it's huge. It's huge. Well, um, I'm the marketing, as you know, and the content director for tennis and all racket sports and battle sports. And my main goal is to find great contributors to join the Sports FTV team to bring to our community uh, world-class instruction. At the same time, we, I make sure that I'm providing a curated platform uh, to all great coaches to grow the sport. Um, also, we create a partnership, uh, a commercial partner like Volco, Head, Sport Court, to, to, you know, to, right. to give the world more knowledge about their products, to, to create a lot of awareness and to create content for them, especially instructional content. So that's kind of my my main role. But let me yeah. give Daisy a bit of a compliment. She played at LSU. She played Fed Cup. She's got passion like us. Um, I think she's smarter than us. She has an engineering degree. She's a media specialist, but she loves tennis. And the best thing that ever happened to sports at TV is is Daisy. And I want to thank you too, Daisy. I think uh, you, I've had 20 million imprints in tennis since you've been <laughs> hanging around me. And uh, I was getting two imprints, you know, but um, uh, yeah, so Daisy does an amazing job with the advertising, the branding. She's in so many different places working. Uh, and then with the pickleball now adding that, uh, you know, and, and we, so she's been handling some of our growing pains, but uh, she is the machine of machines and the grinder of grinders. And I, she can I be agree. Serious I mean, yeah, I personally want to thank you, Daisy. You, and, and you break it down so someone even like me can understand it. So like yesterday we had that long talk and you really, uh, you helped me through. And I think I got it wired now. Hopefully I got it wired and I'll, I'll be a, a friendly uh, contributor and not someone who you go to John. Jeez, John, what'd you bring this guy in for? What a pain in the, you know. No, Jack, you're having great to work with, to be honest. And I have a couple like you and you just make my job. Oh, good. So much easier and pleasant because, again, besides giving me um, innovative um, and, you know, like besides the, the method that you that you have, your your, your system, um, again, great coach, great person, uh, very hands-on, very responsive, which is what we need to be able to, to stay up to date and, and to be able to be getting content out consistently to our audience. So... Well, that's good for people. That's good for the coaches to know out there, because if you're going to get involved with sports ed TV, you got to put in some work too. You can't just say, Oh, here's my video. I love my video. You gotta, you gotta write the captions that go with it. Right. Uh, and you have to, you know, you have to do a little work. There's no question. There's a lot, there's some work involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not, you know, if you're a tennis pro and you're a, 
you know, you, you think you can just throw something out there, throw something on the wall and hope it sticks. That's not sports ed TV, is it? No, no at all. We actually, that's why we, we give you guys the boys. Uh, you give me the content, you tell me what you want to put. Obviously, we'll communicate. And, and if I have something that to me seems questionable, I will discuss it with you because, before putting it out there. But for sure, every message that goes behind each of, of our contributor uh, content is, is coming from them. I want them to translate their message. We believe that there's not just one right way to teach. Um, obviously, there is a foundation that we believe that we have to at least meet these requirements. But overall, everybody translates the message differently, which work for different players, for different parents. And that's my idea. If I create every every caption of your content, then it will be my idea of what I interpret of your teaching. And I, that's not the idea for Sports TV. We, we get the best so they can communicate. And Jack, another thing that I think is very important that I now love about my job and I think Daisy loves that about her job too. It's not about my coaching system. My job is to find the best people, talk to the best people, get them involved. And it's really all about you, the coaches. Exactly. This is only going to be as good as the thousands of coaches we work with and the thousands of contributors we have. And so that allows sports at TV, which is a, you know, a global multi-sport platform in every part of the world. And we can level the global playing field. There's 2.5 billion people playing organized sport, and most of them don't have access to top coaches, mentors. And by making you guys look better and having a platform that helps all the coaches, the people, and the parents around me, we can make a global impact. You know? Like I said, I love the whole idea. Uh, I was even wondering how to how to how we. Uh, uh, we can collaborate one day because I think you'd, uh, with your system of, of hip rotation and all that, I think you'd like a lot of the, like the board, you know, the board I have with the swivels, the Brody board. I think you would really enjoy uh, using that and uh, some of the other products that we have. I think you would really enjoy that. I'd love to get together. together yeah? We should do a few clinics together. Yeah. And we'll, that would be a lot of fun. I don't know if you get to Colorado. I don't know if you get out to Denver. Uh, I used to be in Southern Cal until uh, half a year ago. Now I'm here in Colorado, but um, certainly I might make the trip out to Miami because that would be a, a lot of fun, I think. Jack, the last time I walked into the office for a trip to Colorado, I walked in and Robert was sitting there, you know, looking at this guy and he's got this uh, Sachi and Sachi ad agency look on his face and Victor looks like the founder of Dartfish. And they're saying, John, we need to ask you a favor. I said, I don't like the looks of it. They said, we're filming Pickleball, the world's largest sport, more than 900 million. We only, yeah. Our signs are only going to be ready on Wednesday. So I'm sitting there and Robert and Victor have that look and gaze at me and I know it wasn't going to be good. And they said, John, we can get our, you know, branding. Robert and them are sitting there looking at me and saying, John, we need to get our signs there. We're filming the world's largest sport we're filming volleyball we have one of the world's top coaches and our signs are only ready on wednesday and you're the only guy tough enough to drive it to colorado <laughs> so i said whoa i picked i picked it up i did it my way i felt like sinatra i drove to daytona beach yeah. late i went for a little swim i drove to atlanta i drove 500 miles i was five minutes late for a kansas city steak and then i drove in to Colorado and the temperature was minus five and I just ran the beach at 98 
I checked into a hotel, I delivered the stuff, and after one day I got on a plane and came back. But that was a long drive, so I, I can't even drive to Colorado. I do hope I do hope we can collaborate someday because I, I I I like hanging out with you guys, John, and we always have great conversations on the phone. Uh, Daisy, you and I are all business, but we still have fun. Yes, and, uh, me too. John and I talk about the good old days a lot. We talk about the seventies a lot, you know, and and yes. and tennis way back when, and because uh, you know those those days are long gone, but they sure were fun, huh, John? I mean, I remember when the ATP Tour was first founded and we, uh, we were playing in the Pacific Northwest and I was with Galaxin traveling there, you know, Tim, who was San Francisco's coach and tennis was fun. And then the next year I woke up and it was the ATP Tour and everything was changed and there was no more fun. It was all business. And in 1975, we were chasing points, you know, and, and I got my first points by getting to a finals of 25,000, getting into Boston and losing to Panada. But the whole game changed from fun to extremely serious when they added the word points, you know. It sure did. It sure did. Shoot, I remember when they had the WCT. Remember the World Championship of Tennis? Well, yeah. they pulled they pulled the facility, Lamar Hunt. Which Lamar tennis, Hunt. I was a lot too. I mean, he put a lot of money into tennis. People don't probably give him enough credit, but they had the WCT finals in Dallas, which is the famous Labor Roswell. And then he built a huge center in Atlanta. But yeah, Lamar Hunt was the driving force with a South African guy, uh, Owen Williams. And, and those two guys changed tennis forever. Yeah. 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 Well, John, Daisy, I, I have really enjoyed my time with you all, as I do. Uh, just on a day-to-day basis, but uh, I really appreciate it. And I think people that are tuning into this are going to appreciate it as well. And if you want to give a final plug, tell them, tell them where to go folks, sportsedtv.com. Is that about right? That's correct. They can find it from any device and they can just uh, sign in there. Uh, They can create a free account or they can do, you know, the membership account as well. So and everyone listening that can reach to you, we are happy to offer them a complimentary one-year member uh, for being one of your listeners. Just like I said, I, I couldn't be happier talking to two other people in the whole world. So thank you so much for your time today. And uh, I look forward to, you know, any time we talk. Jack, thank you very much. And Jack, thank you very much. Uh, like like we say many times, we are always looking for great contributors like yourself and and, and the reason we, we, you know, you're here part of the team is because we are always looking for passionate professional with proven experience that can translate a message. And we believe in Sports TV that the best leaders, the best teacher are the one that can communicate in a simple way, which is the hardest part of their job to make it look simple to their students so they can understand. And, and you have proven to us that you have a lot of passion for your work and you created this system, a way to explain the natural way the body moves for an athlete, which make almost seems effortless, but there's there's always something behind it. And well, the best very much. part about the dynamic motion and these are realities that applies to all the sports for all levels, it's just a way to make your body behave as it's supposed to be. It should move natural and it can be learned by anyone when it's taught correctly. So our goal with you is that you can translate that message to other coaches so they can communicate it to their student because we often find coaches instructing their student to perform an action, to perform a movement, but they tell them to do it, but they do not explain the how to do it in a way that they can understand it. And um, 
So basically, that does we love the way you explain it. It makes it look simple and is a reality. And well, so that's, that's why them. you're here with us. And and again, we love to have you. We are we cannot wait to see more of your beard in Discover. And hopefully, like you say, in the future, create a clinic with John and be part of our library. So again, we're happy to have you. And Jack, one more compliment for you. Uh, I know you've coached the number one college player in the country, right? That is correct. And a few others, yeah. Yep. But uh, I think the best thing about your system is that it works for all levels and we have to think about the masses to get to the one or two stars, you know? Right. So that's the best part of it. I agree system. 100%. I really do because, you know, stars, they are born very often and, 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 we want the tennis. I mean, I can only speak for tennis. I want it to grow. I think it's the king of sports. And I, I get so much pleasure playing still. And I know you two do also. I see you post some videos. We love to play. And, and so I, I really think it enhances people's lives. And if you're a tennis player, it gives you really such a higher quality of life to be able to go out and hit a good ball with a friend and, or even against the wall just to hit a good ball and get some exercise and, and feel like you're a nice player. Um, there's just, That's I don't right. know, it's just very nice. Well, you know, I, I thank you very much. I, I, I couldn't ask for a nicer, you know, coming from you too, it really means something when you say that. So I appreciate that. Um, okay. Well, folks, you, you have a great rest of the week and have a great time. You know where to find me? Yes, sir. You know, I, I call you at just like you do seven in the morning, Saturday morning, whatever, just to chat. I, I do too. And maybe we'll chat a little bit more about Wimbledon. It's pretty interesting so far. Yeah. I'm going to start making some more posts about what I see out there, you know, because I think it's just interesting. Yeah. 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 Very good. All right. All right you Jack, all. Thank, thank you. you. Have much. a great, have a great 4th of July. Same for you, Jack. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.